Life is beautiful because we have the Lord. It's written by Erlinda Koo, read by the author for the Yale Palliative Care Group podcast, In the Midst of It All. I came to America from the Philippines in March 2008. For three years, I went back and forth to visit the family. During one of my trips to the Philippines, my daughter, who is an oncology nurse, asked me to go for an x-ray because she was worried about some concerning symptoms. The result of the x-ray were shocking. Nodules were all over my lungs. I then got a CT scan and biopsy which revealed that the nodules were malignant. I immediately returned to Connecticut for a second opinion and treatment and consulted with Dr. Scott Gettinger, professor of internal medicine, medical oncology, and the chief of thoracic medical oncology at Smilo Cancer Hospital and Yale Cancer Center. He confirmed it was stage four lung cancer with two malignant nodules on my supraclavicular. Dr. Gettinger went on to explain that there was a new chemo treatment called Tarsiva, a daily pill that likely would extend my life a few extra months. I thought the extra months would help me prepare my family for my death. He then explained that there were 10 side effects to this trial drug. When my daughter saw all the side effects, she was concerned. She knew how hard this could be on me and thought perhaps it was not a good idea to take this drug, trial drug. But I thought about my husband and my four children, and I decided I would take the pill. Two weeks after I started Tarsheva, the side effects were all over me. I had diarrhea eight or more times a day. My skin became so dry, scaly, and painful. My fingernails and toenails started splitting, and I had cuts on the tips of my fingers and toes. There were deep cuts under my feet. I had rashes on my face down to my upper back, which were red, itchy, and warm, and caused unbearable pain. I know the feeling of death. I have experienced it. When you have all the sickness and pain, and there is not peace in your heart because you are filled with worry, I had been earning more money than my husband, and I was taking care of the children. I did not want to leave my family. I wanted to make sure that they were cared for adequately. Then one day in September of 2011, I could no longer bear all the side effects. I was lying on the sofa because of the severe pain. I said to God at that time, Lord, take me now. I cannot bear this pain. Then I felt my spirit came out of my body. I could see my body still lying on the sofa while I was going up. I saw a man with a white robe above me, and I knew it was the Lord, Lord Jesus. He was trying to catch my right hand with his left hand. I was stretching and reaching up trying to catch his hand. I had just another foot to go before I could grab his hand, and at that moment, I remembered my daughter, Lynette. I said, Lord, you too had a mother when you were here. Please give me a complete healing. At that moment, 
I came back into my body like a stone. After I came back into my body, it was hard to move. It took me a while to move my legs and get up and sit. I got up and fell into our treadmill, and the pain of hitting into the treadmill, treadmill woke me up. I now felt like I was fully back in my body. I went to the bathroom and washed my face, and then I came back, knelt down on my knees in my living room, heartily crying to God, asking for forgiveness. At that moment, I surrendered my life to him. If he wanted to take me, I accepted it with gladness. And if he wanted to extend my life, I asked for complete healing. Suddenly, in the midst of prayer, I felt heat come all over my body. After 30 minutes, the warmth in my body started to diminish. Unknowingly, I stopped crying as I sat on the sofa. I noticed that my pain had subsided and felt great peace in my heart. From that point forward, I felt that God was taking care of me and that God was with me. I learned to be joyful in the midst of pain. I appreciated even the smallest flower in the grass. I found joy watching different birds that flew around our garden. Inch by inch, there came changes in my body. Physically, I improved a lot. Emotionally, I was full of gratitude from what I experienced. Since that experience of leaving my body and seeing Jesus, I've not been afraid of death anymore. Now I know that death is just a part of going to the other side. I was only expected to live for a few months on Terceva, but after two years, Dr. Gettinger declared that the cancer cells in my lungs had become inactive and the two malignant nodules on my clavicle were gone. I was a miracle in progress. I went from hopelessness to a wonderful life that God gave me. This is my testimony. Then at six years and nine months, I found out that the cancer had spread to my hip bone and my left rib, and the cancer in my right lung became active again. Dr. Gettinger met with me and tried to convince me to take another newly discovered chemo pill that was much better than Tarsiva. I did not want to be on another trial because I knew I could no longer bear the pain. Dr. Gettinger, with his great compassion, took my hands and was able to convince me to give it another chance. For three months, I had terrible diarrhea and body aches. By God's mercy and with much prayer, a year passed and the cancer on my hip bone and rib were gone. After another six months, the cancer in my lung became inactive once more. During my second trial treatment, I started seeing the palliative care team and joined the palliative care prayer group with Chaplain Jane Juland. We joined together in prayer and found solace in each other. Every two weeks we met and most of the healing prayers in our group were answered. The impossible became possible and we now pray for others. It is a different world that I'm walking now. 
It is not just for myself and my family. I know that I can do something for other people. Having heard my story, many of my friends and old classmates call me asking for prayer. I often pray for people over the phone. Whenever I pray for people and their pain and illnesses disappear, they're so happy and feel as if there is hope. My hope is to continue helping people individually. I want to listen to other persons' story and pray for them. Now it has been 10 years, almost 12 years, and I still take it one day at a time. After I first wrote this story, I was rushed to the hospital, and there I had another profound experience of God. I was having cardiac distress and was admitted to the cardiac unit. On the seventh day I was, that I was hospitalized, I felt as though I was losing my life. I called my daughter, Lynette. She came, and as we were talking, I dropped dead. For three hours, the medical team tried to save my life. They moved me to the ICU and told my daughter that I was going to die soon. Lynette called her siblings who live in three different countries, and they all got on airplanes to come say and say goodbye to me. When I was in the ICU, apparently I was pulling all the lines that they had attached to me, but I was unconscious. I do not remember any of that because my spirit was not in the ICU. I was in a beautiful garden. The leaves were so beautiful. The colors were so vibrant. I saw a large tree trunk lying on the ground and there were leaves and shoots coming up from the tree. I was so curious to know what fruit comes from this tree. I wanted to pass over to the garden to see this tree and its fruits. I thought of the scripture passages that says even the leaves clap their hands, praising God. I knew that the Lord was with me in this garden and I knew I would be meeting all my relatives who had passed. If I went to the garden. But I heard Lynette crying out. She was saying, Mom, I need you. Suddenly I felt a pinch in my heart and I was back in the ICU. I stopped struggling to remove everything. I woke up the next morning. I asked what was going on. Lynette said, Mom, you came back from the grave. Your heart and lungs were no longer functioning. Ma, you died. I said to her, I came back because I heard you say that you needed me to come back. At that moment, I was so concerned about how well I would be coming back. I worried that I would be a vegetable. So I said to the Lord, Lord, help me know why I came back. Heal me. The nephrologist, cardiologist, and attending doctors later told me that I had been in a very critical condition. My heart was failing. My lungs were filled with fluid and failing too. My kidneys had failed completely and were non-functioning. Now they said that my heart was stronger, my lungs were restored, and my kidneys were healed. The doctors all said, 
that I was a miracle. I know that God was with me. And as the song says, he pulled me out of the pit and held my hand upon the rock I was standing. Twelve days later, I was home. I had to go back to the hospital to assess my lungs, heart, and the cancer. I still have ongoing struggles with my heart, and I wear oxygen now. But just recently, one of my doctors said that my lungs were the clearest that they have ever seen. I used to be afraid of death, but now I'm not afraid of dying because I know that when I close my eyes, the first face that I will see is God. Living with cancer is not all bad. I even say that it has been beautiful, a beautiful thing for me. It is unusual, but I see how it has taught me and others to appreciate everything in life. I never thought I would have so much joy as this in my life. I see how God has blessed my children and grandchildren, and God is watching over them. It is a joy that the Lord is always with me, even in all my trials. I rejoice even in my pain and trials. Sickness is nothing. Everything that we need, everything that we can ask for is from God. God gives us more than enough because we even, before we even ask. At times we plan on our own, but the plan of God is different than our own. I know that all the endurance that I'm going through, it is for my own good, not while I'm here on earth, but it is for my own good when I go to him and will be with him forever. God provides me with all the support that I need. When you are sick or in need, or when you have joy, give everything to the Lord. The greatest love is the love of the Lord. Even the love of our family may not be enough, but the love of the Lord is more than enough. We have so much pride and think that we can do it on our own. But when I experience these trials in life, the Lord taught me how to follow his will. Surrender to God. I want to go to heaven. But God sent me down to be of use and do everything for his glory. And that is all I want to do now. The love of God is true. It is not just an imagination. Life is beautiful because we have the Lord. There is hope if we trust the Lord. We hope you have enjoyed this story. Please subscribe to hear more stories and interviews and tell us how this story has impacted you by leaving a review in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. The production of this story episode was made possible by the generous support of the Yale Cancer Center, Yale New Haven Hospital, and the Yale Palliative Care Program, and Yale New Haven Department of Spiritual Care. <laughs>